Golfers, welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here, golf coach. That's all I do. Commitment issues. Maybe you have them. Maybe you had them in a previous relationship. Maybe you have them on the golf course. In fact, it's likely that you do. I want to talk to you today about commitment and how commitment can build confidence and help you execute better golf shots more consistently. You have to be committed. Indecisiveness equals lack of consistency. So let's dig in and talk about commitment in the golf swing, golf shot, play better golf. What commitment means to me is that when you step up into the golf shot, you are committed to the shot you want to hit. That doesn't mean you're going to hit it perfectly, but the odds are stacked in your favor that you're going to hit it better than if you weren't committed. Lack of commitment can surface in doubt, indecision, and a variety of ugly little heads that might surface. What I want you to take away from this is how to step into the golf shot and be committed to what you want to hit. If it doesn't happen, that's all right. It's not the end of the world. You move on, you have a short memory, and you commit to the next shot. You do your best, and you commit to the next shot. Golf is uh, that old saying, five inches, 95% in between your ears. It's so true. But also, if your technique is really poor, well, you got to hone in on that too. So there's a balance there. Today's not a technique podcast. It's a mindset podcast. And I want to really dig in on that five inches that's very, very meaningful and helping you use the tools you have to shoot better scores. I think that's low-hanging fruit. Most people can take what they have and shoot better scores relatively quickly by being more committed, being more disciplined about your pre-shot routine, and um, learning to trust the process a little more. Let's start with, uh, let's play a hole of golf. We're going to play a dogleg left, 360-yard par 4, water left, pin, center of the green, bunker, short left. Most of our trouble's left on this hole. Pin is in the middle. And uh, let's play through it. I'm going to open up probably a driver. Well, let's think about that for a second. It's good to play the hole in reverse. So if I hit my driver well, it's going to be close to 300. That's not a humble brag. It just it, it is what it is. I uh, used to be a little further when I was younger, but as I age, I've lost a little bit of that. So 360 yards, if I hit it 300, I'm going to be left with about 60 yards. That shot isn't a strength. So I'm going to hit less than three wood and kind of prioritize what my next shot will be. And I like, what's ideal is having like 80 to 110 yards. 90 to 110 is really sweet. So if I hit my three wood, hit it about 260 if I hit it well. If I hit it poorly, it's probably 240. That's going to leave me in that sweet spot. So I'm going to commit to that club. I'm not going to be indecisive. I like my choice. And even if you make a bad choice, it's better to commit to that than to lack commitment to a good choice. Commitment is more important than making the best choice. Paralysis by analysis can be a thing. I want you to really commit to the shot you want to hit. So I'm going to commit to drawing a 260-yard-ish three-wood. Now, drawing might sound a little confusing when you're hearing this over the podcast. A real draw starts right at the target. And it's likely that that draw does not cross the target line. So what does that mean for you? Well, if you're hitting a draw from the inside, chance are it's going to start right, curve left. Maybe you curve it across the target line, but the only risk becomes if you double cross it. You swing outside in, you hit a pull hook. If you're confident in your draw, and I am at this point, I'm going to hit a draw. Okay, let's say I push it a little bit because it pushes my miss. I hit it 250 and I'm in the rough, but I have like 115 yards. Bunker left, pin is in the middle. 115 yards is a little bit in between clubs for me. So it's between my 52 and my 56. In this situation with the pin being in the middle, I could miss short, I could miss long. 
I don't really have a preference. Depending on the conditions, let's say I'm gonna choose my 56. The important thing here is when we make that choice, we don't second guess ourselves. we commit to what we're trying to do. There's a recurring theme here, right? I, I just want to be committed to the shot I wanna hit. Now, pre-shot routine, let's talk about that for a second. Not everyone's pre-shot routine is the same, but a lot of great players have similarities in their pre-shot routine. So when you're going through the pre-shot routine, here's some steps I like. Step one, visualize your shot. Stand behind your ball, visualize your shot, visualize success. Step two, rehearse your shot. When you rehearse your shot, I like one or two practice swings, rehearsing the shot you want to hit. So if you want to flight it low, flight it high, curve it right, curve it left, these are all things you're going to rehearse with how your practice swing feels. Step three, you're going to step up to that ball. You are going to visualize, lastly, that shot. Last thing we wanna do is visualize success. You are going to swing. And there's not a lot of time between you setting your club behind that ball and when you swing. Time equals tension. We don't want a lot of time and we want the time to be consistent. That consistency with timing will come with practice of your pre-shot routine. But I hear things from my students like, I didn't go through my pre-shot routine that time or sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I've really never sympathized with this too much. I'm like, well, where's the choice? Like, well, I, I don't know. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I'm like, well, where, where's the choice? There shouldn't be a choice in your pre-shot. That's not a choice you get to make. Your pre-shot routine is something you do every time. It's part of your discipline. You need to do that every time. There's no choice. You don't get to elect. Sometimes you get a pre-shot routine, sometimes you don't. If you're trying to play good golf, you want to use your pre-shot routine to prime you for success. It's very, very important. It's low-key important. No, it's high-key important. It's important. And if you watch a great player play golf, their pre-shot routine is gonna be like clockwork. We need to learn from that. You need to have a pre-shot routine. Visualizing success is important. Having it be like clockwork is important. Trusting the shot is important. Being committed to that shot is important. Anyway, so let's say I hit it up there. I miss right. I push it. Push, push. Two pushes in a row. I miss right. I'm pin high. I have some green to work with. I'm in I'm in the rough. I'm not on the fringe. Pins in the middle. There's not a lot of slope. So I'm going to chip it with my 54. I said 52, 56 earlier, but my wedges are actually 50, 54, 58. I, I fibbed you. 50, 54, 58. So I'm going to chip with my 54. I do most of my chipping with my 54. If I want to hit a more lofted chip, I'll chip with my 58. I am a fan of being a master of one tool before you move on to, to many more. I think you can chip really well. For most circumstances, with one sandwich-ish lofted club, 52 to 56, I like that. I, I like proficiency with one club before you branch out to others. So my pre-shot routine is going to stay similar. I'm going to stand behind my ball. I'm going to visualize where I want my ball to land and roll. I'm going to step up next to my ball. I'm going to make one or two practice swings. For me, I like two. Two brushes of the grass. And then lastly, I'm going to visualize success. I'm going to step up to that ball, and then I'm going to let her go. I'm going to be committed to that committed to that process. And my pre-shot routine has stayed similar from my drive to my iron to my chip. Does it have to be identical? Not really, but I think being similar makes it easier to repeat. So why not make it easier is, is kind of how I, I ration that. And then putting, same thing. I'll step behind it. I will read it. So say I have a five foot putt. I step behind it. I will read it. I will pick out an intermediate target, which I should have mentioned earlier. I do this as part of my pre-shot routine everywhere except for chipping. And honestly, if I was my own golf coach chipping, I would say it's something I should consider, but it's just something I've never done and I've always chipped really well. So I don't pick out an intermediate target. I just pick out the spot I want to land at. An intermediate target is something 12 to 24 inches in front of your golf ball that you can see and align your club face to. You align your club face to your intermediate target, then your body to your club face. So that as well is part of my pre-shot routine. Yeah, pre-shot routine is important. Putting, I pick out my line, 
I pick out my intermediate target. I step up next to the ball. I make two practice strokes. I set my putter behind the ball. I glance one last time at the target and then at my intermediate target. I bring my eyes back to the ball and then I trust what I've developed is my plan. I'm committed to it and I make that stroke. I think what you can take away from this podcast is that you just want to be committed to what you pick out. I would rather you committed to a bad plan then we're indecisive with a good plan. You should work on your pre-shot routine. Do not give yourself a choice whether you get to use a pre-shot routine or not. That's not a choice we get to make. It's just something that you do. We do it because good players do it. We do it because that's what great players do, and we want to play great golf. We want to reach or chase our potential, chasing your best. That's kind of where that comes from. I want you guys and gals to to get closer to what's possible and use all of these little systems and processes that add up to give you the highest chance at playing the kind of golf you would like to play all right at the end of the day have these systems and processes in place commit to the shots you would want to hit commit to your plan to improvement don't waffle waffles are for breakfast not for commitment and um enjoy the process man enjoy it because golf is time consuming if it's something you're going to pursue learn to enjoy all of that Enjoy the grind, enjoy the good days, enjoy the bad days, enjoy the rain, enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, man, it's a it's a beautiful game that can be a lot of things for a lot of different people. And, and that's why it's so awesome. Anyway, thank you for hanging out for another podcast. Leave this a review, share it with a friend. I just had my 34th birthday. I'm another year older. And just leaving this podcast a review would be a great birthday present to me. Um, that helps this podcast grow want to reach more people. I want more golfers to know that they can do better if they have the right tools. Send me your ideas. I need to know what you don't know. I love hearing from you all. Reach out to me on socials or email. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week. He's crazy.